So you clicked on this link because you want to know cost of living South Denver 2023. Stay tuned. We're going to break it down. Are you thinking of moving or living in Colorado? Realtors Lori Derrickson and Kayleen Zabadik with Colorado's Finest Agency provide you with a local perspective on what it looks and feels like to live, work, and play in the front range of Colorado. Colorado's Finest Agency helps hundreds of people just like you make the move to Colorado each year. Give them a call or text anytime. 720-438-4181. Hey everyone, so Lori and Kayleen here in Southern Denver today. We are with Colorado's Finest Agency. If this is your first time to our channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button or the bell as we go over everything you wanna know about living, breathing, working in South Denver and Castle Rock. If you're thinking of moving to the area, as always, give us a call. We will make that move daily. We absolutely love it. We do a ton of real estate here. We know our neighborhoods and schools inside and out. Give us a call. We can help answer all your questions. Give us a call or text. Us that answer 720-438-4181. So we are going to talk to you today about the cost of living in Denver. So if you're thinking of moving to Denver, what does it look like cost to live in this area is one of the biggest questions our clients ask. And so we're gonna kind of talk you through, we also have uh, cost of living Castle Rock. I think some, a general term, not a term, a general rule of thumb I say to help our clients understand is that Denver is, the closer you get to downtown Denver, more expensive. The closer you get to the Rocky Mountains, the foothills, more expensive. The southern, more south you go, so as you go through um, Castle Rock, a little less expensive, Colorado Springs, a little less expensive. But when you're talking about southern Denver, you're nailing down on that Highlands Ranch, um, some of that Lone Tree, some of Parker, which can really, it's like a higher price pocket. Yeah, Castle Pines, you're getting closer to those foothills. So a little higher price point to live yeah. there compared to as you go south and east. So general rule of thumb, again, there's different pockets in there, but take it as it is for a cost of living. It's a little bit windy here today. We're a little rocking. Yeah, so sorry. We're, we're on a little like a ship here, a little. So the good news is ship. even if the housing, um, I think the numbers that we had pulled, uh, housing in general, 35% above the national average to live in the South Denver area. As far as uh, Castle Rock and South Denver, it's only 10% higher than the Colorado average. So if you're weighing out your options in Colorado, um, it's still on the upper end to be in the South Denver uh, Castle Rock area, but good news is, is that some of the utilities and groceries are a little bit less. Right. Check for average housing average. prices. Average, average house price in Denver around five hundred and eighty. Um, it's holding pretty steady right now as we go into twenty twenty three. We're not seeing the twenty percent increases we saw last year, um, but as you do narrow down on Castle Pines, um, you know Highlands, again those houses prices go closer to the mid sixes at least, depending upon the type of home you are looking for. So when we were pulling numbers, we were, you know, trying to, we, we definitely are not super numbers people, but we were trying to do our research, especially at the end of the, the year and trying to sum up like where the market's going, where were we at, where do we think we're going to be going. And this was interesting to me. So average salary in the Denver area was just over $72,000 versus Castle Rock at $110,000. So yeah. what that tells me is there's more diverse 
jobs and more jobs to be divided into that number in the South Denver area. Um, still some, you know, some of these pockets we're talking about though, like you're talking a million dollars to get into a neighborhood. Oh yeah. Some of them. So. Really niche I think when Kaylee says we're not numbers people, as far as like tuning our own numbers, but, um, <laughs> you know, I think what we love to do is look at what our clients have gone into and we run numbers to see kind of what our clients are sitting with equity and all of our clients sit with some really good equity. Even if they purchased in the last year, um, they are sitting and some of them are actually selling and we're selling still and they're walking at 20, 30, $40,000 in equity. Cause our Colorado market Which is, is crazy holding in strong. one, one and a half years. And that's adding back in, you know, closing costs to that. And they're still making money, which that just goes to show how Colorado continues to grow. I do expect the average growth to slow down just because we are not in the housing market that we were in, you know, the last two years. Right. You want to say a 20% um, increase, you might see lower expecting like three to 4% increase in our house values, which yeah. is right on par with actually where it was that before. Be. And that's the thing. I think we're coming back in to a more balanced market where we were at before, you know, the mass movement from all over, you know, the COVID. I I'm going to call it like a COVID itch. Everybody was like itchy, like what, what's next? Where can I go? What lifestyle? A lot of people started working from home. And so options uh, were open, but South Denver, Castle Rock, it's, Definitely, um, you know, we decided to focus in on this area because it's so highly sought after. Um, when people are working in Denver Tech Center out by DIA, so Denver Tech Center from South Denver, 10 to 20 minute drive. If you're driving from South Denver over to DIA, you're talking 25, 30 minute commute. Right. Um, you know, that is so desirable to be able to have the open space, the slower lifestyle, really good schools for children, but be able to go to, um, you know, more of a career job over in the Denver Tech Center. There's a lot of tech industry. There's a lot of healthcare industry over in that area. We also have quite a bit of military yeah, surprisingly, and con which brings government contracting. Right. I will say for utilities, they're a little bit lower on uh, than average. However, here in Colorado, we do have a large square footprint for our home. And so you're heating, you're putting electrical into a 4,000 plus square foot home. When clients reach out and they say they want, you know, a smaller 18 square foot home, 1,800 square feet. Sometimes yeah. when you get closer to actual Denver, the old historic part, you can make it look smaller. Utilities are going to run your 4,000 square foot home probably about four to $500 at least a month, which includes your gas, electric, and water. So I will say in the summertime, when you are watering your lawns, um, water is probably your biggest expense as far as utilities go. Um, you definitely, like, some people want that space and they want the bigger yards. But with that, just be aware that that is your biggest utility bill over here in Colorado. Especially in the summer. So I think South Denver, Castle Rock, you know, you have your traditional neighborhood, your cute coin downtown, but a lot of people are driven to this area, Parker and Sedalia, um, because you have the opportunity to 
have literally like farm space. You can do hobby farms. You can be on acreage. Um, for the budget. <laughs> but for yes. the correct budget, let's yes. be honest. And then yeah. you're talking a whole different scenario with some of these uh, utilities. Like you're more on a septic system. You're dealing with outbuildings. Um, a lot of times when we're talking some of those older homes that are, you know, the older ranch homes or whatnot, if they've been redone, you're talking about really working through inspection items, um, you know, things that were permitted, things that are not permitted. If you're on a septic, um, how do you transfer that over with the transfer of title and real estate? Um, you know, a whole different ball game than, you know, a lot of our videos were talking about the town and the centralized part, but there's a lot of options in South Denver and this area if you want space, but you have an a job in the tech center. Right. I would say if you talk about cost of living, gas prices sit um, around three twenty-five in South Denver right now. Um, there's you know a little. You pockets. can even get diesel under four bucks a gallon, which Who is uses great. Diesel? Huh? Who uses diesel? A lot of people use diesel. Use diesel. Oh. Let me know. What know is she talking about? Diesel. You have to have. Are you James's truck is diesel? It is that yes, yes. And anytime you pull a trailer, you need a diesel. Oh, okay. Some people have diesel. Comment <laughs> below if you use diesel. <laughs> that is, yeah. Well, and it, with that being said, that was not all gas stations have diesel pumps. And so if you drive a diesel, you do have to figure out where diesel pumps are at. Um, there is a, a good amount, but I mean, all of the little farm spaces. So I suppose if you want a farm, then I get it. But if you're living <laughs> traditional neighborhood in Southern Denver, I don't know how often you But if you have a Denver. boat and you have to pull a big boat, you're you the only have people who have a boat in Denver. The, you need a diesel. <laughs> okay, fine. You don't need. You don't need. If you want diesel, yeah. we have some diesel gas stations. Yeah. And it's a little bit lower. Kayleen will hook you up. If you have a Honda um, Palisade and drive a classic mom car, I will hook you unleaded. up. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, cost of living here in Denver, is it more expensive? Yes. But what do you get for it? You get the Colorado lifestyle. You get those views behind us. You great get access schools. to great schools. You get access to the foothills. You get, I mean, it's just a gorgeous place to live. Um, whether you are single, retiring, raising a family, um, people flock here all the time and absolutely love it. Well, in South Denver, Castle Rock, you also have a lot of options if you're looking for specifically a new build. Um, you know, that's something that the more central, I mean, there's pockets all over, of course, with new builds, but um, central downtown Denver, that's not really the case. You almost have to go north Denver, east Denver, or south Denver, and um, that's, you yeah. know, lots of new build options over here as well. One quick thing I wanted to bring up, I just brought my family to Winter Park over the holidays and I'm not a huge big skier, which you think being from Colorado area, I would be. Um, I rented skis for my family of five for two days. I had to do two days because of the time frame. and go ahead, guess how much it costs to rent it for two days. 1500 Oh, for just the skis? Just the skis. Uh, $52, A thousand, over a thousand dollars just for ski rental. And then Did you get the, the not demo package? I just got the over winter holiday screw you package where there was no other option. Actually, we were at the Granby's smaller ski resort oh, yeah. and they were completely sold out. Yeah. And the only other place you could go was the YMCA, which yep. sounds funny, but it was a two day minimum rental. And I got through all of it. We didn't have like ski goggles. So I bought a couple pairs of ski goggles. And it's kind of a process to like go rent yes. your equipment. And it was like this big ordeal. I have yes. some video 
I'll post some video of it, but it was a thousand dollars and then it was six thirty five for the one day passes for all five of my family to go skiing. And so when you come out here, there is an expensive added cost of adding in what that outdoor well, and recreation that's looks just like. But like you could buy it. it. Like that's not to even say like if you don't have snow pants and if you don't have the yeah, warm I had to go mittens buy snow pants. They were ski goggles and I walked into uh, one place and like it, it adds up. I walked into one place for snow pants and it was $300. I was like, uh, so then we went to, I don't know, some like Ward's place. I can't remember what it was. Murdoch's. And it was, uh -huh. it was $50. So, I mean, it's fine. People do spend a good amount of money, but it, I would say if I had my equipment for my kids and my whole family, a one-time expense, for a good chunk and then you bought those epic ski passes well and that can be affordable but that's what i was gonna say is that you know once you move to colorado i would say test out make sure you're going to get your usage out of those passes but it is definitely more cost effective to go with an epic pass which you have to purchase before the Thanksgiving time frame yeah. to plan out your winter. So if you know you're going to do three ski weekends, then buy the three-day pass or six-day pass, and it's definitely more cost-effective. Although it always hurts to, like, spend literally thousands of dollars before the season even begins. Um, the other part to that is, you know, so you make it over there to the ski mountain, I like to stay the night because after a long day skiing, you, you just want to go sit yeah. in the hot tub. And if you're going to those mountain towns, especially during prime time, like over the holidays or yeah. three-day weekends, it costs a pretty penny to rent out some of those spaces. So I definitely, like, we, we like to kind of plan out that winter or, you know, just like you would anything else. It's not as, I guess, spontaneous. Yeah. Uh, just because you will wind up paying a lot more money if you go the spontaneity route. As we both know. So, you know, if you're thinking of moving to Denver, that is something definitely to add into your budget if that's something you're going to take advantage of. There are smart ways to do it. I did not do it the smart way, but there are smarter ways to do it. So, if you're thinking of moving to the area, um, you know, reach out, give us a call. We help people make the move all the time. We helped over 100 families. Yep, over 100 year. families this last year. And Lori and I are the ones who actually answer the phone. We love to talk to you guys. We love to hear what you know your new unique situation is, um, what your goals are, what type of lifestyle you would live. And then we like to make recommendations on where we think would be a good fit for you and your family. So if you're thinking of making the move, just reach out to us. Our phone number is 720-438-4181.